Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. We are back at the end of a weekend, only one week later on a Saturday, on a weekend. And considering the fact that I've been working so much with my new job being on WABC Talk Radio, 77 WABC 77, (laughs) I've been in a good mood lately. Well, sort of, sort of, because I woke up. Let's let's face facts here. Yesterday was Friday the 13th. And a few things have been going on for me to try to organize in terms of what I want to do with myself moving forward in terms of radio and voiceover and everything else in between. I find myself that the more habits that I create in terms of the small habits, the better I am in terms of getting shit done, whether it's writing things down or you know, crossing them out and trying to do whatever I can to ensure that the end of the day does not get wasted. And for one thing, I've been taking a bunch of overtime hours from the radio job this past week. So it was at the moment where I'm like, God damn, when can I actually settle down and do the things that I want to do? So with that being said, I know you're thinking, oh, where's this going to lead to? Again, there's going to be a few minor changes. I'm still trying to feel everything out in terms of when I can do the podcast, when I can do marketing, when I can do, you know, fun videos. Hell, I just did a TikTok video this morning. By the way, you can check it out at Voice of Garcia, my TikTok, where it has something to do with the disturbed inside the fire. It's about 60 seconds long and you'll enjoy it. By the way, it's not for the faint of heart. If for any reason you are sensitive, it's not for the faint of heart. But aside from that, I'm just saying I'm doing what I can to get things done and I'm still organizing and that's all there is to it. So I was thinking for a while that I kind of want to do something a little bit differently with the second half of the podcast. And what do I mean by second half? Well, as you know, most of the time I always drop a podcast two times out of the week. Lately, because of me overworking, I always drop it on once of the week and sometimes it would be over 30 minutes. However, I don't want both episodes to just be the same. If I drop an episode either Monday night or Tuesday morning, and I drop an episode like Thursday through Saturday, I kind of want them to be a little bit different. So I kind of want to introduce a new segment that covers the entirety of the podcast called The Big Five of the Week. And it's basically, I choose five events, and I rank them from... Lowest relevance from least relevant to most relevant because let's face it There's been a lot of stuff that's been going on this week and I can't just talk about one thing completely Well, I could if I wanted to I can't just talk about one thing completely and just You know take it over in the entirety of the podcast if that makes any sense So I kind of want to feel this out and see if this is a better way once again for me to organize everything So let's try it Let's see how it goes. All that plus our supervillain quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get the shout outs out of the way, shall we? And I want to give 
a major, major shout out to at Gina Scarpa. You've heard me talk about her before. You've you've heard her on this podcast before. She just released a new TikTok video last night. I think it was the Grace Something Challenge. And it's really, really good. I'm like, yep, yep, Emmy. Okay, maybe not close to an Emmy, but still, it's pretty good. And I want to give credit where credit is due. And especially since she loves acting. She loves voiceover. She loves singing. She loves she loves to make herself happy. She loves to make her, her family happy. So if you get a chance, go check her out on her TikTok at Gina Scarpa. And it's the last clip of her video where she's singing something about I can be blue, I can be purple, I can be sky, I can be all of this. I, I don't know the actual name of the song, but it's pretty good. And I enjoyed it. And I think you will too. So check her out, Gina Scarpa, G-I-N-A-S-C-A-R-P-A. So that's all there is to it. That's all for the shoutouts. Let's go into our big five of the content, starting from least relevant to most relevant. And that starts right in a bit. Here we are in our big five content, comic book content of the week. I'm, I'm going to have to try to see if there's a different name to it. Like, you know, uh, ranking the big five. La, 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 la. You know, have like a little bit of introductory type of a thing. You know, this is something that I'm trying, something that I'm doing. Like I said, I want to be different from everybody else. But anyway, let's not beat around the bush. A lot has happened this week alone. And now that it's a Saturday, which is technically the end of the week, here we are ranking our big five content, starting with number five, Tim Drake Robin coming out as bisexual. Now, I know what you're thinking, and maybe I do, maybe I don't. But some people might be hearing this and it's like, oh, Garcia, he's bisexual. This should not matter to you. It kind of does and it kind of doesn't because... All of a sudden, this is just coming out of the blue once again. And for me, it's to the point where we have Batwoman, who clearly has been a lesbian, probably from her introductory in the comics. And Tim Drake slash Robin has been coming out, well, no pun intended, he's been out from the comics probably for a very long time. And now all of a sudden, there's a new issue, I believe it's called Urban Legends or Urban Comics or something uh, something along those lines, where they introduced Tim Drake as Robin being bisexual. And I just think to myself, I'm like, okay, is this another way for more characters, especially within the DC content, to truly represent the LGBTQ community? Because I believe there was a director, just recently, there was a director that I believe he he was either a director... Or he was a, um, not a composer, but one of the producers for Doctor Who. And he explained that Loki in Disney Plus coming out as bisexual was probably the most pathetic thing that he's ever seen just to force a character to represent the LGBTQ community. Now, I know I'm comparing apples and oranges here, but I feel like 
to me, this is a little bit too forced. This is a little bit too forced. Maybe you can maybe you can enlighten me a little bit more. Maybe he's always been a bisexual and we just never really came it to light in a particular way. I don't know. It it just feels a little forced and it feels a little tacked on because it just came out of the blue out of nowhere. But in terms of what this guy said and in terms of what he explained, it's very intriguing because it either bothers you or you don't. And for me, being a hardcore DC fan, I just have to think to myself, what is the purpose of this? Like, what's what's the real purpose? Maybe it's one of those things where every time when I see it, why should it be news? And why should it, like, take front and center or... I can imagine there are going to be a lot of hardcore Robin fans that are truly pissed off at this because, once again... It's not about being bisexual is the problem. I think it has a lot to do with someone that represents themselves as that character. And then all of a sudden, if something changes, because let's face it, when it comes to our beloved content in comic books, characters, whatever, we don't like change. So when it comes to something like that, like when if you change a particular thing of a character, all of a sudden we can't resonate with that character. Now, once again, this has nothing to do with me hating bisexuals. I know tons of friends that are bisexuals I like plenty of characters that are bisexual but now all of a sudden you got Loki into the mix and now you got Tim Drake Robin into the mix again it just feels a little forced but then again it is my opinion nonetheless coming at number four from least relevance to most relevant of the big five content we got Spider-Man coming in to the Marvel Avengers game very very soon not really particular sure what day it is and it'll still be coming on Marvel's Avengers on the PS4 and the PS5 before the year is over. Now, according to some friends that has that is still playing the game, they said that the game is getting better. The game is getting better where the mechanics are still good, decent, they've played as Black Panther and they can't wait to play as Spider-Man. You're going to have to do a little bit more to get me back on the train of Marvel's Avengers. Because let's say I was completely burned out from that game. I was to the point where it was just one of those moments that I just didn't want to do it anymore. I mean, with all the, the, the story and the fact that they were banking so hard on on Miss Marvel and everything else and the fact that I just kept dying over and over even on easy mode and there was just the, the game mechanics didn't make any sense and the story didn't make any sense and it's like oh my god and the villain was just hot garbage I don't know I'm, I'm still I'm still on the other side of that and regardless if I'm a hardcore Spider-Man fan maybe maybe I'll get back into it. And that's a huge maybe. And that's if I still have free time over for myself, like at the end of the day, and if I'm not doing everything else for myself. So, I mean, if you still play the game, maybe this is perfect for you. If you, in a way, love playing Marvel's Avengers and you think that I'm full of shit and you just want to continue doing it, by all means, that's completely up to you. For me... I'll probably get back into it at around the beginning of 2022. You know, winter time, settling time. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's that's all I that's all I can say. We'll see what happens. Coming at number three, this week we had the first episode of Marvel's What If. 
What if, what if Peggy Carter becomes Captain America? Well, in this case, Captain Britain. What if she takes the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers? What if she becomes a member, a future member of the Avengers? Now, I saw the episode and it was one of those moments where I'm like, okay, all right, I like it. You know, the animation is clear and it's polished and it's fluent and the voice acting superb in so many levels. Although I have to say a lot of people keeps on giving the show shit because Steve Rogers was not voiced by Chris Evans. Listen, guys, I've said this at one point before and you need to understand a lot of actors, seasoned veteran type of actors don't really make great voice actors. And you're probably thinking, whoa, Garcia, that's impossible. Acting is acting. Yeah, but it's two different lanes. It really is. It's two different lanes. Because you can say a great a great actor won't do very well in Broadway. Or a great voice actor can't do very well in the big leagues. Because there is a different motion of Chris Evans. Not Chris Evans particularly, but there is a sense where... When a lot of actors are used to being in environmental settings, they're used to interacting with people, they're used to, you know, putting their bodies and their, 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 their act and their, you know, giving it their all to make a scene pop and make a scene happen. You can't really do that with voiceover. Everything is through your voice. The emotion, the, the acting, like everything. Everything is done through your voice. And I'm not saying Chris Evans can't make a good voice actor I'm not saying that but what I am saying is in general a lot of actors in general can't transition from one to the other not to mention if you truly think about it Chris Evans said that he was done with the MCU and if he is coming back in some way he'd rather do something that he's very comfortable with which is actual acting like real life acting in terms of being on camera being on stage or interacting with people, you know, things like that. Not to mention, let's face it, he got paid very well from MCU. He's been doing it for years. Why does he want to come back to be, you know, within the show? But then at the same time, in a future episode, you're going to have T'Challa voiced by the late Shadwick Boseman. And, oh, that's going to be a very, that's going to be very, very uh, an emotional time. Oh, wow, the generator is going on right underneath my floor. Ain't that something? Just when I want to do an actual good podcast, that freaking happens. Ain't that some sweet? I apologize for that sound, ladies and gentlemen. That's something that I just can't control. But anyway, in continuing with the show, I liked it. I hate the fact that it's only 30 minutes. I hate the fact that everything, even though it can get compressed down, the entire story of the first adventure compressed down to 30 minutes as opposed to two hours... I didn't like that because it's one episode 30 minutes a week. Then at the same time, I do sound like a hypocrite because that's exactly what I'm doing. So I, I don't know. It's just it's these little things that I that I really don't like. What I do like is the perspective of. Hmm, how can I say this? If you compare apples and oranges and you compare the first Avenger, Captain America, the first Avenger as compared to this one, there are a lot of things that are very different. And a lot of things that are very similar. In the movie, 
Steve Rogers was never taken seriously, even after taking the super soldier serum. He was viewed as a showin, a mascot. He was never really taken seriously until shit started to hit the fan and he wanted to save his best friend, Bucky Barnes. In this version, however, the idea is still similar. Peggy is not taken seriously. By the way, just a side note, how good does Peggy Carter look being like a like an Amazonian type of a type of a woman in the show? I mean, I can imagine there's going to be a lot of Rule 34 figures all over the internet because of it. I can imagine, especially with Peggy Carter now being a fan. Well, she's always been a fan favorite, but goddamn, I can imagine the Rule 34 pictures. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, moving on. Now, what was what's very similar in this case is she's a female. And females are never really taken seriously as soldiers back then, especially during the events of World War II. Or even any of the wars for that matter. Probably before Vietnam or just around that time period. So, I found that to be very interesting. And it was those little details that I really, really enjoyed. And it was those details that I really liked. Another thing that I realized is watching Captain Britain, watching watching Peggy Carter actually going out and kicking ass, it kind of makes me re-want to watch Agent Carter. Now, I know I have not seen it, and I should have seen it up to this point, but I can't help it. Everything just comes and just takes over, and other things take priority. But there is a level of discrimination against females especially from back then and the guy one of the colonels like he's one of those those two-faced dudes where he's like oh you'll never make it into the business you'll never make it into into the army uh uh, you know you should be wearing high heels and whatever and then later on down the episode we're like oh yeah she's great she's awesome she's great for our country and i'm like oh yeah go fuck yourself but in any case i enjoyed that aspect i really did i also found very interesting that Bucky Barnes, that is played by Sebastian Stan, he's funny in this show, where he was downright miserable and depressed in the movies, this one, he's funny, he's more lighthearted, and the fact that Steve Rogers himself gets an Iron Man suit built by Howard Stark, you know, I probably you're probably thinking, oh, well, how could he build something like that? Well, it's a show, so, you know, it's a comic book show. Almost anything can happen. But in terms of realistic perspective, how could he build something like that around that time period? And if you remember Tony Stark, Tony Stark made this in a thing of caves with a bunch of scraps. That's me paraphrasing. Oh, my God, it's been so long. I should be able to memorize everything word by word, line by line. Wow. In any case... I enjoyed this episode. I really did. Do I think it's my number one? Not really. Not yet. Not yet. We still have plenty more episodes to go. I'm definitely looking forward to Spider-Man's Doctor Strange. I'm looking forward to Gamora as the Mad Titan. That's going to be interesting. Or Vision as Ultron. Or uh, the Zombie Avengers. Like, that's going to be interesting. Like, I can't wait to see what happens next. There is one thing. There is one thing that piqued my interest. Well, everything piqued my interest. One particular thing that really piqued my interest, and here's this. The directors of this show explained that this is all canon. Even though it's not in the main continuity of the regular storyline that we've known from Iron Man all the way till now, it's still canon. 
It's just multiversal moments where every choice a character can make one different choice and then the branches split and then the multiverse basically gets formed. Very similar to what what was the animated movie from DC? If you remember, Justice League Crisis on Two Earths, where Owlman explained that people that make billions of choices, creating alternate worlds, creating alternate Earths. It's very, very similar to the. It actually is similar. It's similar to this. The Watcher, voiced by Jeffrey Wright, who, if you remember, is playing Commissioner Gordon in the new Batman, in Robert Pattinson's Batman. He's the Watcher. So he explained in the beginning of the show, that he cannot, will not, won't interfere with the events of the multiverse. He won't interfere no matter what, but he watches, he observes, he's the narrator, he's our narrator. I don't know about you guys, but if this is canon, which according to the showrunners that they are, doesn't this contradict a little bit of the events of what goes on in Loki? For the perspective of free will versus everything is destiny, everything is fated. Because if he's the Watcher, then what is Kang the Conqueror? Because if he said in the show, which I still call bullshit, that everything is predetermined and his will let it be so, but there's no such thing as free will, but yet the Watcher did say that Everyone makes their own choices and he can't interfere with what goes on. Kind of contradicts each other, doesn't it? Maybe I'm looking too far into this. They kind of contradict each other. I don't know. That that's, that's just something that I just instantly knew right away. But maybe maybe you have different opinions on this. I'm just saying there is a slight difference. There, I, Slight. There's a huge difference in this. And the ideas kind of contradict each other. And you can't just easily say, oh, well, there is a watcher, but but he watches Kang have these this control over all these other characters. Mm, no, no, I don't buy it. You're, you're forcing it way too much. I don't buy it. You either have free will or you don't. You either... You're, you're either predetermined, your choices are made for you, and we have no free will... Or we do and we choose what we choose and we decide what we decide. Not to mention, we just said that every little choice that's different from another universe or another time, if someone makes a different choice, right? Someone makes a different choice, the multiverse is now made, a new world is made, and it becomes like a, a time boom. You know, it becomes like Flashpoint. It becomes a time boom. Where's the TVA? Hmm? Where's the TVA? Where's the so-called nexus point? Where is this, uh... What... Did they skewer away from the main timeline? Are they all of a sudden, you know, disobeying the sacred timeline? Again, it's shit like this. It's little details like this that really makes you question what is and what isn't. Or you can just decide for yourself like I am right now. You either decide that there is free will or you can decide that everything is predetermined and we have no free will whatsoever. We're just pawns on a chessboard. I believe we have free will. And if I believe that, fuck the TVA. I'm going with the Watcher. Here we go. Coming at number two. 
the next day after Marvel's What If, we had the first three episodes of Titan Season 3. Now I know what you're thinking, this should have been way low on my list because I've been bitching about Season 1 and Season 2 for quite some time. However, however, they have a narrative now. I took a chance, and they proved me wrong. Congratulations DC, congratulations HBO Max, you swooned me off my feet. What do I mean by that? They actually have a narrative, they actually have a story structure going on where they focused on the events within Gotham. They focus on the events within Gotham. And I get it. It's been overplayed. We already got the Gotham show. You know, Batman is Warner Brothers cash cow. I get it. But this is a completely different direction because now the Titans are facing off against one of their own. And now the stakes are a little bit higher than before. It's getting a little bit more emotional than before. And, and the third episode got me very emotional. It, 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 tugged at the, it, it tugged at my heartstrings. I don't want to spoil what happens. You're just going to have to see it for yourself. Overall, I know I'm, I'm pretty quick on this one. Overall, I enjoyed the first three episodes. And I'm interested to see what happens next. Although, I do like that they're focusing more on the core Batman characters as opposed to just randoms from DC. I know that sounds contradicting because me liking DC and me liking Marvel, but I'm just saying have a narrative, have a world, have the the entire structure of the setting, and then you do whatever you need to do within that setting. That's all there is to it. Coming at number one, and this one got me cursing up a storm. Oh my goodness, this one got me, this one got to me. And then I had to calm down and think about it. I'm like, maybe this could be better. They postponed Venom Let There Be Carnage from September 24th all the way to October 15. Now, right away, I again, I was angry because I'm a huge Venom fan now. I love the symbiotes. I really do. And now they're, they're, they're pushing it back three weeks. They're pushing it back. And you're thinking... Well, they're pushing it back. You know, what's what's the harm? Well, what's what's the problem? Here's the problem. Here's the problem. I was looking forward to it with my best friend because it was his birthday weekend and we both love comic book content. Not to mention it's been a long time since I've seen him and I wanted to do something special. And then all of a sudden, nope, push it back three weeks. The only silver lining to this is the fact that it's coming out Halloween season. It's coming out Halloween season and it's going to go toe to toe with Halloween kills. So that's going to be very interesting. And that's going to be one of those moments where it's like, okay, who's going to do very well at the box office? Why not both? Why not you choose one and then you can choose the other? You know, it's it's little things like that. But this makes me concerned over how many more movies are going to continue to get postponed because people, for some weird reason, either refuses to get vaccinated, wear a mask, or stay the fuck home. Because you're ruining it. You're ruining you ruining it for us, man's. Fucking hell. It's a simple concept. If you don't want to take the vaccination, fine, whatever, you do you. But stop ruining it for everybody else, my guy. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Do what you gotta do. Stop stop being the reason we are 
pushing these movies back? Do you want to go back to how we used to be last year? Do you want to do that? Do you want to go back to the Stone Age, my guy? Do you want to create more problems and more concerns? Fucking hell. And yes, I am biased because of a movie coming out that I've been looking forward to for quite a while, but so the fuck what, my guy? So what? Oh my goodness. In any case, I really hope that there is no more pushing anything back, especially for the movies that I really want to see. The fact that it's coming out Halloween season, it's the only saving grace. And hopefully, and hopefully, it'll keep, it will keep this slot and we don't have to worry about anything else. That's all I gotta say about that. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the new segment called the Big Five of the Week. I'm, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna tweak the names a little bit. You know, it's not the official name, but I'm still gonna tweak the names a little bit. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns in terms of what I want to, in terms of you know questions, I'm I know I'm repeating myself. Let me rephrase that. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, and you want to get on the podcast in any other way, if you want to feature yourself, you know how to do it. Hit me up, Voice of Garcia, on Instagram and Twitter. But you guys already know that. It's been a while since I said that. Let me not beat around the bush anymore. We're already out of time very soon. Let's go into our superhero quote of the day. And this one is from Superman himself. How others see you is not important. How you see yourself means everything. And my reaction to that is this. You have low self-esteem, you got to build up to it. You are not defined by what others define you. You are defined by the choices that you make and you do what you can to value yourself at a higher level. So whatever you want to take away from that is completely up to you. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to our episode. Once again, I apologize that I'm only doing one as of late. I'm still trying to figure everything out. Hopefully by then, by next week, I can actually be a little bit more consistent with the timings and everything else. Because now I got, I have full time at my radio job. And as you know, that's going to be done. And then voiceover and then maybe podcasting at night. Maybe that's how I should do it. I should organize everything and do my podcast at night and it'll be something for you guys to enjoy right before you go to bed so who the hell knows thank you guys once again as always if you have any news on the on the comics i'm stumbling so much now i don't know why probably because it's been a while and of course you know this uh this engineer thing is uh you know this this engine Whatever the sound is, it's really getting to me because now I'm, I'm getting a slight headache. As always, in the world of comic book news, games, shows, movies, whatever the case may be, always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it, controversial or otherwise. Stay safe. Till next time. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.